So a uh, little word of welcome to the first and second graders who are here today and moms and dads, everybody welcome, but in a particular way, those guys. Um, when I was in sixth grade, we, uh, we went on this field trip. My whole, I guess it was the two classes. We had two classes in sixth grade and we went to uh, Garvey's Point. Uh, you know what that is. It's up on the North Shore, is it? Glen Cove? I vaguely, I don't have much memory of it. I remember it being near the water. I guess it's on the, on the sound. It was kind of like a museum, some kind of a museum that we went to. And we had kind of had free time. You know, we had, we had lunch and we had time to hang out on the, it's kind of like a park, if I remember right. So uh, I got in trouble. Uh, I got in kind of big trouble. Uh, myself and uh, three buddies of mine decided to kind of go on a little hike. And we didn't really know where we were going, and we thought we were kind of cool, and thought we knew what we were doing, and we got lost. Got, like, very lost. Uh, like, we were missing for, like, over an hour. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't good. Like, we probably, it was about a half hour before we realized we were late and then we kind of tried to figure out where we were going and then got further lost as a result. And anyway, we made our way back. I'll never forget it. I remember finally coming out of like these little area of the woods onto this area. There were like picnic tables, I think. It's where we were probably having lunch. And the teacher saw us and she came running up to us. She was crying, which we were like shocked that she was crying. She was so scared. She was thinking something really terrible might happen. You know, the water was there, the, you know, I mean, a lot of bad stuff could have happened. So she was like, she was crying, but she was also kind of screaming at us. It was like a little bit of both. And uh, so we knew we were in pretty serious trouble. The punishment, we found out the next day, we were, uh, I guess, for the whole week, we had to write something, some kind of written thing. I don't even remember what it was, like probably like write a million times, I should never wander away or whatever, something like that. But then we had to go, uh, we had after school for the whole following week. So it was five days after school. We were like, what? Like, this is crazy. We couldn't believe it. And uh, what we had to do was kind of interesting. We had to go down to, we had a guy who was sort of like the, uh, the maintenance guy for the school, a custodian, uh, but he, was, he did a lot of work. He did a lot of um, he was a very handy guy. He had this garage. We'd never been in it. And we had to meet him down at this garage after school the first day. We go into the garage, and he was going to put us to work. The, the principal explained we, he just had jobs for us to do, stuff they needed to get done in the school. This was going to be the punishment. So we walked in, and it was just filled with kind of just junk. It was like, I remember there were there was lots of furniture like desks, there were a bunch of bikes, um, like sports equipment, I guess that kids had thrown out or had lost. Uh, I remember there was a surfboard there. I don't know why that was there. We were in Floral Park, but uh, so anyway, it was just filled. It looked like a picture like your messy garage, but like on steroids, because it was so many, so many bikes, so much of all this stuff. And then he, uh, takes us, he takes us over to these uh, three or four chairs. 
They were like, like dining room chairs, old wooden dining room chairs. But they were really beat up. They were, uh, they had been painted over like a couple of times and they were just really, I, mean, I can see why somebody threw them out, really. They were kind of junk. And he said, we're gonna clean these up. We're gonna, we're gonna restore them. We didn't even know what that meant, you know. We were just like, oh, whatever, we gotta do our punishment. So he got us this, uh, you know, tools and sandpaper and I guess like paint remover, all the stuff you needed. And he started showing us how to do it. And it was really like a miserable job. We were like doing it for a couple hours. I remember the smell of the paint remover was giving me a headache and my hands were sore from like doing the uh, sandpaper. But we started chipping off this paint and we realized it was like, multiple, they, whoever, they painted these chairs like a bunch of times over the years. Like, I've never heard of painting a dining room chair like once. Like, it was like the color of wood stained, but like somebody thought green was going to look good and there was like, like another color, so it was pretty awful. But we started chipping it away. And we eventually got down to where there was no more paint. And then, and then the, the, the custodian guy came over and he started explaining a few more things we were going to have to do. And he had a sander and he was smoothing it out. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this thing is starting to really look good. Um, this thing that had been really kind of objectively ugly three hours before was now actually like looking good. And then the following day, he put, then he, uh, he put like a shellac on it. It had like this shine now, and we were looking at it, we were like, this is unbelievable how beautiful this thing got. Like, we thought it was junk. Like, it was in the junk room. And this guy brought it back to the way it was originally. Hey, I mean, think about it. What's the, anybody know what the first three words of the Bible are? In the beginning, right? in the beginning, and then God explains all these things that he created. To each one that he created, anybody know what he says? Yeah, it was good. In the beginning, it was good. Very good. In the beginning, it, in the beginning, it was good. Like in the beginning, these chairs were really good. They were really beautiful. But then in the course of a lot of life and probably different people using them and not really respecting them, they kind of got back up and they kind of became something else. And our job was to like restore them to something beautiful. And hey, I think that's the way it is with us and God. I mean, hey, we're the chairs. We are, we get banged up and we put paint on us that aren't attractive. They don't make us better. They don't make us more beautiful. And then we throw another coat of paint on it, and it makes it even worse. So like when we're selfish, coat of paint. When we're lazy, there you go, another coat of paint. When we're uh, sarcastic, when we're selfish, when we're mean. Like all of these things, each one of those is sort of ugly coat of paint, and we throw it on ourselves. And before we know it, it's like, man, this is like, this is even, I'm not, who have I become? I, mean, I think adults, right? I mean, think of relationships. 
which you know you think about it yeah like it used to be so much better I was better he or she was better we were better and somewhere along the way lots of coats of not good stuff and it kind of becomes something that it, it, it never was and never was meant to be in the beginning it was good hey it's this guy in the gospel it's why Jesus does what he does to this guy for this guy Zacchaeus Jesus isn't is in town he's like a rock star there's like a parade everybody wants to get a look at him Zacchaeus is kind of like a piece of junk the way this guy has how he's turned his life into not good he's just kind of a cheat He's, a, he's, he's betrayed his own people. He's greedy. He's a liar. He's not a good guy. He's like the unchair. Jesus knows it. Jesus isn't saying, no, 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 those things that are bad are good. No, not good. But then he says to him, you, I want to go to your house tonight. I'm going to have something to eat. You. Of all the people in this huge crowd, he singles out like the most ugly chair in the room. And he's like, that's the one I'm going to go sit on. That's the one I'm going to spend time with. Because Jesus knew in the beginning, this guy was good. He's become something else. But he know, like, he knew deep down that this guy is good. For whatever the reasons, he's become kind of junky but he was good and he restored the guy we just heard it the guy's like oh well by the way it's like how did Jesus recognize him this is this is a positive about Zacchaeus Zacchaeus we know the story he was a little guy he was a little shrimpy guy he was in front of him he couldn't see Jesus he was like I gotta get to him I gotta get to Jesus so he finds a tree, climbs it, so now he can see from above. Maybe that's what it takes. Maybe that's why Jesus was like, whoa, I know what this guy is doing. He's the one I need to spend time with. Maybe, maybe all the story, we've got to take steps toward him. We've got to get to Jesus. I mean, come on. Aren't there always obstacles? Isn't there always competition with Christ? Isn't there always something to do, some place to be that just competes with here and him and prayer? Like there's so much out there that's saying, ditch, ditch Sunday morning. We got to go to practice. We got a tournament we got to be at. We got to, we're going to the mall. We're doing whatever. Or we're just exhausted, so we're not going to do anything. That's all competition. They're all obstacles. They're all things that get in the way that keep us from him. For Zacchaeus, it was like a physical thing. It was like, I just can't see the guy. So I've got to find a way of getting to him. And when he does that, his life turns around. Jesus sees it. Jesus says, I'm spending time with you. And the guy does a 180. And it didn't just happen for him. You know, that room when I was in the school Our Lady of Victory is where I went there was that room with all the junk there was another room it was like a like a, almost like a closet off of that big room that after like the third or fourth day of our punishment 
we had to go into. That was filled with all this other stuff that had been restored. So it was like this furniture that like you could have sold. Probably was worth money. Because this guy had cleaned it all up and there were bikes that he had fixed, lacrosse sticks that he had kind of restrung. Junk became beautiful. Like one room was like the junk room and the other one was like, wow, look, look, what it, look how it can be made good again. And he had this sign on the wall. It's crazy, the stuff you remember. The sign on the wall said, and this was in the room with the good stuff, it said, God don't make junk. God doesn't make any junk. I mean, it's these words from the, first, from the Old Testament we heard in the first reading. This is, God, this is the description of God. You created everything, and you love it all. You would never make anything you wouldn't like. I mean, that's real simple, right? You created it, and you love it all. And you'd never make something you didn't like. Well, we're the, cre we're the, cre we're the creatures. We're the ones you made. He's never going to make something he doesn't love. That's what everybody else was like with Zacchaeus. We're done with this loser. We're done with this lowlife. Jesus is like, no. He's just a banged up chair. But this can be fixed. He can be made right. God don't make junk. I mean, that's right. That's true. He doesn't. Let's all stand up.